Botox would help that out. <laughs> it's called the November December butt chin. That's that's post Thanksgiving. Still eating the uh, the open faced turkey sandos with a little too much gravy, but that's okay. The camera adds fifteen pounds. You still are probably very svelte. I got one of those thinning cameras. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> We got a lot of college football this weekend, but we're not talking about that tonight. We're talking about the NFL week 13. Hello and welcome to week 13 of the NFL season. Last week in week 12, we saw 49er history from Christian McCaffrey, a 99 yard pick six from Javon Holland, Oregon Duck alum, 200 yards from scrimmage from Kyron, Kyron Williams. A game-winning QB sneak from Jalen Hurts. And with a field goal that went just a little bit left, Tommy DeVito of the New York Giants is now 2-0 as a starter. Oh, Tommy. Gosh, the, can you, the Netflix documentary on Tommy DeVito is going to be amazing. It's getting longer. Yeah. They're already talking about his pasta par, chicken parm sub with vodka sauce that he gets in New Jersey before every game. Well, Legends Subway having just a deal with Tommy. Only in the net in like New York, New Jersey market, though. Because if you spanned outside, people are gonna know who's that. Yeah. But he'd kill it. He'd market. kill it. But thank you all for joining us. It's Wednesday night, a day early. Before uh, we usually podcast on Thursday, we're giving to you live Wednesday night. It's just Big Ben and K Wen. It's just the two of us, but we got a great show. We're going to talk about week 13. We got 10 games we're going to break down. If you're a better, if you're a pick em, if you just want to know what's going on in the NFL, you're going to want to listen to that. We're going to talk about the worst, not the worst, who has it the worst of the NFL fan bases, fantasy football, and it's NFL flex season. I'm Kay Wynn. He's Big Ben. Get your flex on. <laughs> <laughs> flex season. Yeah, let's flex those that. shitty games out of here. I'm tired. Bears, Vikings, awful. Did you watch though? No, not even a little. I actually, I turned it on. It was like nine to three or something. Turned it right off. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I think they put them there just knowing that you'll watch them anyway. It doesn't matter. Did you watch the? This was great by Prime, by the way. You turn on Prime, Dolphins and Jets. Jets. Every 15 seconds, it's like some little ad and an ad and an ad and an ad. Click now, Black Friday. Man, you're right. The NFL, maybe they know they have us. They yeah. know they Goodell know he can put out a product right now. Tom Brady came out and said this. He's like, the product's horrible. Like, it's just bad scorings down, but we're still watching. Yeah. If if this was, we've done what? Beach, brewery, or bust? I forget our thing. Watch beach or brewery. Okay, when it is 42 degrees permanently in Seattle for the last month, there is nothing to do. Nothing. Every kid is sick. Like, you can't leave your home. You're forced to watch the... Bears play the Vikings. Yeah. Or the Cougs lose to the Huskies. That was a battle. I, w- I was proud. I was one of three three Coug fans in the midst of 20 people at a party. 
Okay. I was happy. Why the were you at that party? Great. Unless it was like Marcy Madden throwing it for all our they Husky had a fans. Phenomenal taco bar. Ooh, I would have gone taco bar exactly. So, fish, beef, whatever you want. Apple cup. We'll have another one next year. It's going to be different. We can get into Cam Ward if you want to, because that's a whole now, topic. Let's talk NFL football. Where do you want to get started? Um, I actually want to get started. Let's go. Can we talk fan bases? Yeah, I'm ready. So fan bases, I thought about this. This this Wait, which fan base has it the worst? I butchered it in the intro. We're talking about which NFL fan bases have it the worst. Has it the worst. Where you're in, you're out. You're like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I do not. I bought a jersey three years ago. I still have to wear it. Like it's the players no longer on the team, but it cost me quite a bit of money. And I'm a Simpson ticket holder. I, you know what's interesting to me? I think everyone would, would have said the Browns just because of the turnover in the quarterback position. You know, they had the jersey that started with Crouch and then, you know, went all the way through Manziel and everyone else had played quarterback there. But I went to a Browns Seahawks game. So Browns were visiting fans, obviously. They were having a blast. Yeah. They were happy to score a touchdown. Like it was just, I think it's also where your expectations are as a yeah. fan. Um, I, so are you going the Browns? No, 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 no. You can never say, I'm just, I'm striking some teams off here. You can never say Florida, any of the Jacksonville, Miami, Tampa Bay. I think it's just too nice down there. So you're just happy to be a fan, go to a game. It's beautiful weather. That's nice. Um, Minnesota's got a huge backing. Um, gosh, you know who I want to say? More recent is Chargers fans. Ooh. I mean, if I'm a Charger fan, I, I one, it's too easy to just be a Rams fan now. And if you're in San Diego, it's too easy to forget that they, you know, even exist. Yeah. Um, that would wouldn't be one that strikes me big. I um, will agree with you on the Chargers because they're the second team in LA. Everyone's a Rams fan. Chargers fans play second fiddle, and they just lose way too many close games. I was thinking about it this week. We've both played sports, not at the highest level like the NFL, but when it comes down to losing close games, it comes down to mentality or you just don't have the physical grittiness to win the game. And the Chargers historically haven't had that, and it's been disappointing for all of their fans. They look good. like it. You know when you go buy a new jacket or whatever, and you're like, it looks really good on the mannequin, and you take it home and it just doesn't fit right? That's what the Chargers are. Like, they look really good. They're they're the jacket on the mannequin. Like, they look really good. Then you get them home, and it just doesn't fit right. You, like, can't wear it. Like, doesn't go with anything. But And their fans um, are like window shoppers. You walk by, you see Justin Herbert, the mannequin, you're like, wait, that's my team. That's my that's guy. guy. Yeah. You pay for the tickets, you buy the jacket, and it's got some holes in it. <laughs> And it's ripped and it doesn't fit right. I mean, what precedes a gang when we talk about bolt gang? What's just a bolt um, gathering? Like what? <laughs> I feel like they're they're falling down outside of a gang. They're no it's not a bolt a of energy. No, it's been bad for the bolts as of late. Yeah, I mean, go back to I mean, since Phil Rivers left. Yeah, their heyday was. I mean, I'll just talk about. LT Drew Brees, Junior Seau, rest in peace. And then when Phil Rivers came on and had that run. Yeah. Gates. 
Gates. Drew Gates is a he's a what? Uh, but the Chargers have it bad, but their fans at least have cool unis like that baby blue, the Bolt. They got so, some good unis. It could be worse. You could have a team that doesn't win and you have ugly uniforms. So give me yours. Give me, give so, me as you ponder about the worst. Who do you think of? I'm going to take our listeners back to like season two of Big Ben and K1. That's like five years ago. We had like tier one, tier two, tier three cities. Basically, you know, your tier two cities, okay. Your tier three, it's flyovers. You know, you don't want there. In the NFL, there's levels to it. You have tier one, tier two, tier three NFL franchises. Carolina Panthers is a tier three franchise. And I empathize for their fan base. They have one win this year. Oh, what does that usually translate into? You know, a top three pick? Nope. That pick is in Chicago. Fired their coach this year. Frank Wright fired, um, what's his name? Matt Rule. No consistency. They don't even look like they're heading in the right direction. I heard Frank Wright wouldn't put in more RPOs for Bryce Young because it didn't fit in his offensive scheme. Did he not watch any tape on Bryce Young at Alabama? Or did the GM not? Panthers, the worst. They have it the worst. They have it the worst. Okay, they have it the worst. I'll I'll counter with a team that I think there have been – since you talk about the organization, there's been more DUIs in the in the in within the organization there has been playoff wins in the last decade. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. Oh. They, I, you talk to Cardinals fan, and it seems like you know, we've had a few people on. Um have you ever been to Tempe? That's yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> tough to, to stay out of trouble in Tempe. But that that organization, it seems like they just can't get out of their own way. Like they can't they can't string it together. It's like they think they know more than they actually do. And I don't, you know, they've been in the NFC West. I don't know if I, it's a tough conference to compete in. You got yeah. the Giants, or excuse me, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Rams. All those teams have seen sustained success over the course of the past five, six years. I would say the, the Cardinals just just because they never feel like they ha- ever have it together. I think they played, made the playoffs once in the Kyler Murray era. I would be the most frustrated yeah. to be a Cardinals fan. To be yeah, their best year was when Kurt Warner and Larry Fitzgerald got to the Super Bowl and they almost beat the Steelers. But other than that, they've kind of been irrelevant. You're right. Yeah. Another franchise, I don't think they're as bad as um, the Bra- or excuse me, the Cardinals and – the Panthers, but I want to talk a little bit about the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. So they've been to four Super Bowls. They've never won. They've always been a bridesmaid. They've never been a bride. Sean McDermott, it's in his seventh year. So, like, this was the story of the Bills, right? Because he had Tyron Taylor. We need a franchise quarterback. They get one in Josh Allen. We need a downfield threat. They get one in Diggs. We need a defense. They get defensive players. They can't run the ball. Like, they just can't figure it out. I I think Josh Allen is a great quarterback. I think it's coming down to the front office and the coaching staff. They're blaming everyone, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. They I need to look in the mirror. It's juju, it's karma or something. They need to stop breaking all those tables and like just maybe Bills Mafia needs to turn into Bills like patrons or something like that where it's just be civil. 
I don't know if that goes into recycle it. all the mustard and ketchup yes. instead of spilling do, it. Do something. Do something to reverse the the, the karma, the, the juju that's going on. Because I agree with you. It looks like they have everything in place, but similar to this last game, similar to when they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, similar to this last game where you saw Jalen Hurts. You talked about gritty, like just the gritty gritty plays that needed to be made down the stretch. The Eagles made them, the Bills didn't. And that's been the MO. I think I think the reason I don't think that fan base has it bad, they still have a bunch of fun. Like they're yeah. the only thing going and built in, you know, in Buffalo at any one one time. So all right, where do you want to go next? Uh I want to go to real quick touch on fantasy. We're getting okay. we're getting in the playoff stretch here. Like yeah. either I don't know. So wait, we're in week thirteen. Playoffs start in week fifteen. There's only yes. two weeks left. You better left. You and, better clinch that playoff berth. And you have the hey. And sorry for beating you in the no filter league you last did. week. You you had the first most points. I had the second. <laughs> Nuts. Um, I want to talk about. There are so many different formats, leagues, types. There's got to be just one good one. One. I want to call it perfect one, but I want to go through a couple questions for you. All right. You can you can help me define this. One quarterback or two? Two. I like the super flex option. Just give me the option. It's up to you whether you want to add the quarterback. But now that I know what I'm going to know, I'm adding the quarterback in my super flex. Two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. Okay. You're starting Tommy DeVito. <laughs> PPR, non-PPR. Half PPR. I go PPR. PPR. Okay. Kicker, no kicker. No kicker. Defensive player, no defensive player. I'm okay with defense. I like the special team scores. No, de- defensive player. And like, oh. do you have a de- no, 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 no. The whole defense and the special teams bundled together. Was that DST? Yeah, DST. So you got kicker, defense. Or are we doing kicker? Kickers out, no kickers. Okay, so defense, PPR, two QBs, and how big's your bench? Short bench. Uh, you can only have four players. Okay, and is waiver on order, meaning like who picked up last, or is it based on bid? Auction. You get a hundred dollars. Auction hundred. Okay. And the reason why I like all that is I love points, like. We are in a passing league, so give me two quarterbacks. Wide receivers have never been this great. Like, give me all the wide receivers. I want the points. I want the 200 to 190 games. I don't want the standard league. I'm in a standard league. Like, the points, it's like 80 to 75. Running backs, you know who doesn't appreciate running backs? NFL owners and fantasy football owners. Get them (laughs) out of here. Let's go super flex. Wide receivers galore. That's my dream wide fantasy receiver, league. Superflex, two QBs, wide receivers only. Stack it, both sides. Yeah. And we'll figure it out. Okay. You'll still I, draft the running backs who receive. Well, so there's different different plays uh, saying different strokes for different folks. But there's also, you know, your touchdown only league. There's, your, yeah. you know, no PPR. So then running backs are more prevalent, relevant. You know, there's – I don't – you have the independent – like the the – independent uh, defensive player, IDP. So, you know, that that guy, TJ Watt, racks up two sacks in a 
interception return for a touchdown, he's got 15 points. He'd probably win that week. Imagine if you had Bland from the Cowboys. He's got what six? Exactly. Six, six, he's six. got more touchdowns than Travis Kelsey. Like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you hit a shot on that. Like you discover that guy. I think. I mean, fantasy's getting unruly in my opinion too. Like narrow it down. I think you got to narrow down the focus and narrow down the leagues. But I like the high scoring. Right? Yeah. You'll still play. Always. You, you'd you'd rather see what we're doing on the no filter league than your standard. Two running back, two two wide receiver, one quarterback. Yeah, kicker league. Yeah, because I want to reward the owners that know what's going on. Like in the no filter league, I have like Chris Olave, Devonte Adams, Tyler Lockett. Like I have a lot of wide receivers, and I can fit them into my roster. In some of the other leagues, like I'm like ah, I'm going to play Amaron St. Brown. Like Devontae Smith or Justin Jefferson, just because like I draft around other people's mistakes. It's hard to get all your players into the game if you have like a limited basic roster. So that's the other thing. Do you want to reward drafting or do you want to reward in season maneuvering? Both. Like if you have a bigger roster, you reward drafting and in season removing. If you have a short roster, you reward the guy who just lets the computer draft. Okay. Well done. All right. That's all I had. That's all, right. all, all I want to touch on in fantasy. And I am, I, I don't know if I'm going to make the playoffs in any of my teams. I'm humbling myself. How many leagues are you in? Two? I'm in three. Hey, you got two weeks left. Yeah. I give you a percentage and they're sub like 40%. So I who's got a better team shot team. at making the playoffs? The New York Jets at 1% or one of your fantasy football teams? <laughs> Jets. If A Rod comes back, who knows? Better chance there. Jeez. Is he coming back? He had surgery, what, 11 weeks ago? How is that even possible? The team doctors in New York for those New York teams just, yeah, something. Is it like blood transfusion? Like, I, I don't even see it's possible. You know, A Rod, there's some bleeding edge, like he would be on it, right? He'd interject some concoction of hallucinogenic mushrooms. Um, what else could you put together and just shoot it in your ankle and, and feel okay? I hope he doesn't get busted for PEDs. <laughs> they aren't testing a Raj. That's the last person they're testing. <laughs> Here's the cup. Hand it to me. Okay, here you go. Maybe he's on Magic Mind. He might be on Magic Mind. That's the answer. That's the answer. <laughs> That's the answer. Take us to Magic Mind. Oh... No, no Magic Mind update today. Just, you should try it out if you want. Okay. Are we going to talk about NFL Flex? Or you want to get into the games? Let's, let's do Flex. I want to hear okay. your, your take on Flex. Tell so we're in week all... 13. Wait, wait, wait. So now the NFL has the ability to flex out or flex in primetime games. So it's Thursday night, that's Sunday night, and that's Monday night. So if we go through the weekend, like, let's start with this week, week 13. They haven't flexed out Seahawks, Cowboys. I think that's a great game. But Sunday night, you've got Chiefs versus the Packers. And then Monday, you've got Bengals versus the Jags. I know what you want to flex to. You know what I want to flex to? Uh, you you got to flex to the Broncos versus the Texans. <laughs> Hear me out. Both teams are six and five 
both teams, I think, are are like eight and nine seed in the AFC for the playoffs. Like a win will bump them up. I don't think the Colts are going to make it. That's a must see game. I would flex out the Chiefs Packers. The Packers are done. The Packers are done. I had you pegged for. Yeah, I agree with you. The Chiefs are going to roll the pack, in my opinion. But I had you for the Niners Eagles. Like, do you do you just not want that flex because you're fearful that the Niners might get roughed up by the Eagles? No, no. I just feel like the next couple games for the Niners should be flexed. So I don't want to flex them this week. I'd flex okay. them next week when they play the Seahawks. That's what I would flex them. Ooh, okay. I, I would agree with you if the Seahawks beat the Cowboys. First off, the, the Thursday night game is another snoozer. I don't know. How are the Steelers 7-4? and four? That is I heard this perplexing. week that the Eagles are the rich man Steelers. <laughs> really? They, they both win. It's both ugly. But the Eagles just have a little bit more offense and a little bit more firepower. Like the Steelers are winning like 10 to 7. The Eagles are winning like in the 30s. Okay, well then do do me this. Give me let's go to week 14. Okay. Who's flexing? You're obviously probably not that happy with this the two Monday night games. No, 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 no. I'm definitely flexing out Titans, Dolphins, and Packers, Giants. Like those are four. For for what though? You don't. I'm putting Bills Chiefs on Monday night and Seahawks Niners. That would be no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm flexing both. Yeah, I like that. That'd be a wonderful slate. Yeah, how do we vote for that as part of the media? Who do we vote? Who do we go take our votes to in terms of flexing? I'll DM Goodell and he'll get on it. All right, let's talk week 15, last flex. So I like that Thursday. We're West Coast pod, Chargers, Raiders. Let's keep that on. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of TBD games. That, well, you know what? I would keep the Ravens-Jags because that's going to have some AFC implications. The Monday night game, Chiefs-Patriots, that's out. I would actually move it to, I mean, the Bills might, be six and eight at that point so no i think i think that i think those i'm gonna go steelers colts steelers colts yeah both in the playoff hunt oh it is a flex game yeah it is a flex game so it's already wait you can flex only broncos broncos lions would be kind of fun Ooh, i didn't see that one Broncos Lions might be fun too. So yeah, we really America's don't know. Our our TV guy that's sent to us on a on a weekly basis may change, is what you're saying. It may change. So like when you're planning your weekend plans, plan them at the last minute because the TV schedule is about to change because <laughs> it's flex season. Okay, Kwen. I'm surprised I have not been able to tout my eight and two record back in week twelve. We're still validating it. We've reached out to a couple auditing firms. They're going to go check the clicks in the spreadsheet. I didn't to make even take sure the, either. I didn't even take the bills. I took the Jets, and they were one of my losses. I would have been nine and one. 
We got to go back to the history of the spreadsheet. Make sure it wasn't updated after the kickoff. One should have been, could have been, would have been if I just wasn't contrarian to you. Nine and one, and then the commanders puked against who? I don't know. Eagles. Forget who they lost. No, the cow or the Giants. Oh, that's right. Tommy DeVito. That was his first win. Okay. Let me lead us off here because I can't wait for this game. I am so glad that we moved the pod to Wednesday so we can talk about this beat down on Thursday that's happening in Dallas. Listen, the Seahawks can't convert on third downs, can't run the ball, can't score in the red zone, can't win tomorrow night. Dallas minus nine, lock of the week. Take that bet. The Seahawks have scored three touchdowns over the last four weeks. And this is going to be, what, their third straight loss? Niners next week, fourth straight loss. Eagles after that fifth straight loss. What do you have in Seattle besides the Huskies? You better go up and start Instagramming in Leavenworth or wherever that mountainous range is where people go because the Hawks are done. Here's the only thing I'll say about this game. If you have Tony Pollard and have been severely disappointed on the output he's had throughout the season, you are going to just (laughs) – Bacon the riches this this Thursday because <laughs> it is going to get ugly. And I want to be, I mean, Dax looked good. Yeah. He's looked good. CD oh, Lamb. here's my question, actually. Yeah. This is year eight for Dak. Do you think this is the best version of him? I feel like Dak always has these little spurts, these little in-season spurts where, where like he'll He'll do this and then come playoff time. They're like, all right, Dak's going to, you know. We're just talking about best regular season versions of the playoffs. He's like Tony Romo in the playoffs. He'll drop the punt or the field goal. (laughs) Try to run and get blitzed by the Seahawks. Is that Tony Romo's best highlight from the playoffs in his career? Could be. No, that's probably him calling a playoff game. (laughs) (laughs) He's a phenomenal commentator. Um, what can I say about the Seahawks? That isn't just listen. Here's what we're going to see, though. Here's some glimpse in the next year. Zach Charbonnet. Oh, Kenneth so we're Walker. done for this year. Kenneth Walker's doubtful. <laughs> we're going to see <laughs> Zach Charbonnet. I I wouldn't. It, it's you should see that if I could read through the text messages. Obviously, within my friend, it's just the play calling is atrocious. Which it can is. you add me to that? Yes, I will. No. <laughs> Play calling is atrocious. It's just, it, it's it's almost like Pete Carroll's like you're, you know, like Pete, it's kind of, we're done. The shtick is kind of done. Like you got to, I don't know if he's lost a locker room or there isn't anyone who has a locker room, to be honest. And even though the perception ones that Russ did, Gino definitely doesn't. Like, there's no true leader, and DK is not there yet. He's still got to mature, but I don't know if he ever does. It's a the organization's in, in flux right now. But I, I, if I'm them this week, I give Charbonneau every opportunity. I give him 20 carries, let him keep the Cowboys' offense off the field. But you're still going to lose by 21. <laughs> it's going to be bad. All right, take the Cowboys. Take the Cowboys. And okay. tell Weezy to put in my money. Minus nine, Cowboys. Put that in. One, two. All right. Uh, 
Chargers at New England. Chargers have to bounce back. Some this is like they have to. Matt Jones, zippy, zappy, zoopy. Like it's Chargers like, have to bounce back. Will they bounce back? They have to. Like maybe they just leave the coach on the tarmac and they you know end up winning by 21. That might be the best thing for them to do, honestly. But they just don't have a second. Like Keenan Allen's been out like targeted 99% of the time, it seems like by the Herbert. There's no second. It's Mike Williams curse. Yeah. But they're going to win. Chargers. The Patriots have held their last two opponents to 10 points. The problem is, is they've lost those games because they can't score the ball. So I'm reluctantly with you, and I'm take, I'm taking the Chargers. I think they figure out a way to scheme up a couple nice drives and score because the Patriots can't score. So give me the Chargers here. Okay. Do you think... Justin Herbert, after the game, when he shakes Bill Belichick's hand, he says, please, please come to L.A. Help me out. I mean, if I'm Bill, I might get on the plane just for a weekend at least after the game. See some sun. Uh, India, Tennessee. This is an NFC South. Gardner Minshew's winning games. Jonathan Taylor's back. Um, No, he he hurt his thumb. He's out now. Out two games. Two games? Thumb? A, a couple games. He Thumb, can't hold he the ball. To, you need to see Rogers. Rogers' guy. Yeah, get his guy. And Listen, Rogers goes in the back of the bodega. They shut it down. The blinds come down. Exactly. And then he gets his stuff, and then he leaves. Yes. Jonathan Taylor, they're probably not those same bodegas in Indy, to be honest. Um, Will Levis, remember what we were talking about with Salisbury? He's like the backup yeah. quarterback. In the first game, you're amazing. You're on point. You're throwing four TDs like he did. From then on out, it's been kind of shaky. I get the tape. Derrick Henry is the um, an unstoppable specimen. That's what we're calling him in our league. Who do you have? I'm going Colts. I like Minshew. I like Josh Downs, rookie, teamed with uh, Pittman. You got Zach Moss. I think they can do more on offense. Yeah, the Titans have Henry, but the Colts know that they want to run the ball. They're going to try to make Levitz beat him, and I don't think he can. Give me the Colts. So does that mean Zach Moss is back? Yeah. Damn. Dropped him last week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Detroit at New Orleans. Detroit. The Thanksgiving curse. I don't know what happened. I thought we were going to reverse it. I thought we were going to. Nope. Couldn't do it. New Orleans leads the NFC South, I believe, which is odd, but Alave's out. You know how we got rid of the Pac-12? I just hope we can get rid of the NFC South. Realignment. No, get four new franchises and start a whole new division. Out and do the... um, I'd even take four SEC teams and get rid of the <laughs> SEC South teams. Give me Bama, Georgia. I give me going... Texas because they're going there. And then give me LSU. Give me those four teams in the NFC South. I was going to say, let's just get state teams like uh, North Dakota, like call them the Dakotas. And then, okay. you know, give give Wyoming and Montana, like join them together. And they're... give them a shot. 
Because NFC South stinks. Wait, um, you're going to take North Dakota State and put them in the NFC South? No, no, no. Let's see, I, with with how bad the NFC South is, let's make a mockery of it even more and take the entire conference or division and take it up to the Montana's, the Wyoming's, the South Dakotas, and let them just. I don't know. Then we're going to have a we're gonna have a playoff team that's like what three and fourteen. That's fine. All right. No, that's not well. You, you, what I'm saying is, take the franchises and just port them somewhere else. Maybe they'll do better with a new, a new. Uh, oh, so you're taking the Falcons and you're moving to yes, North Dakota? I'm, I'm putting them in Laramie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's too many distractions in Atlanta. Who do you have in this game? I'm calling it the Turnover Bowl. Lions, seven turnovers in the last two games, 10 turnovers in the last four games. But they're going to turn over a new leaf. They're going to pick up that pass rush. It's been missing on the defensive end. The offensive lines looked a little shaky. Goss been running for his lives. I think the Lions get right here. Give me the Lions. I agree with you. Unless. Unless? Yeah. No, there's, no, there's no unless. The Lions are going to win. Your game of the week, Denver at Houston. Are you kind of, I'm kind of excited to watch this game as well, just from the, the storyline. Like CJ Stroud has Russell Wilson kind of figured it out uh, with Sean Payton. Um, they're both in the mix. Yeah. And I mean, Javante Williams is out. Maybe Sam Perjine is kind of. Singletary's playing well. Tank yeah. Dell. Tank Dell might be. He won't be a rookie of the year. He might be the offensive player of the year. Well, CJ Stroud's going to get that. Well, they'll, they'll split it. Split it. You, you can't have one without the other. Without Tank Dell, you CJ Stroud might not be your rookie of the year. He's already got, I think, more touchdowns than Andre uh, Johnson, who was a legend for the Texans. Tank Dell. And he might. Tank. Dale first two rounds fantasy next year. Oh, easily. Easily. Who do you got in the game? So I want to go Texans because I love everything about them. CJ, Tank Dell, Noah Bryant. They looked inexperienced last week. There were some play calls. There were some situations where they couldn't capitalize, and I think that's the experience of the team. I'm going Broncos. They're playing better. Sean Payton, I think he's figured it out. Like, Russ isn't throwing the ball. He's running the ball. He's changing the way they play. He's limiting the offensive touches of the other team. And the defense, ever since they gave up that 70-burger against the Dolphins, they've actually played better. I read somewhere they've had 16 turnovers in the last four games. Wait, so, wait a second. Say that again. Because you can't play worse after you give up a 70-burger. Would you expect them to get even worse? I thought they would just continue to slide into, like, the last place of, what, the AFC West. I thought they, they couldn't come back. I thought it was going to be such a defeating blow that they couldn't recover. They rebounded. They're resilient. They are resilient. Give me the Broncos. Um, okay, you can take the Broncos. I'd like to take the Texans. I'm going to just put that down. But here's my question. What's up? Would you rather have Russ or Geno Smith as your starting quarterback? Oh in my Seattle? god, neither. I'd rather, have, <laughs> I'd rather have Cam Ward, the quarterback for the for the Cougars. 
Like he's going for a million bucks. Someone's going to give him a million dollars. Some college is going to give him a million dollars to play next year. Wait, wait, is he transfer portal? He is transfer portal. He's got one more year. This is college athletics at its best now. Go on the transfer portal. There. What would Cam Ward do in the Seahawks offense? Uh, so probably play better than Geno Smith. Like it's just <laughs> Geno is not the Geno is who we thought he. We he. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You were high on Geno last year. No, 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 no. Let me just finish. Geno is who he we thought he is. He just put on a different mask last okay. year. Like he's he was. You know how, again, I'm going to come back to Salisbury. You know how he said the backup quarterback, he has that first great game? Geno Smith had a great first season. Yeah. And I don't know what that was indicative of the play calling or things have been figured out. This year has just been, and, and to be honest, I will call this out. The two left guards last year, last year Cross and um, the other kid was out of Wazoo. Um, I want to say Abrams. Might not be right. Abram Lucas, Lucas and Cross were phenomenal. Like top, I think top 20 both. In the That's end. been the problem. Their offensive line this year. It's bad. It's bad. And Kenneth Walker's not this guy that like hits the hole and goes. He waits for the hole to open. It's just been a, a, a and I hate being the guy. We're six and five. Most other teams would be like, yes, we're in the playoff mix. You know, oh, Texans I are mean... elated. You're six and six after Thursday night. Six True. and seven against the Niners. Six and eight. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> you, you I bet. I bet on that one. I bet on that one. Atlanta at the New York New York Jets. Uh, who, so, who, I was at a bar last week watching the Dolphins Jets game. The Jets defense, this vaunted defense, they can't stop the run. The Dolphins ran for like. 160 yards last week. The Bills ran for 130 the week before. So now they're playing the Falcons. I'm calling it the training wheel bowl because Bishon Robinson, Arthur Smith, take those training wheels off. He's going to run wild over the Jets. I got the Jets losing this one. You know those teams that are so bad? Like you have experience because you've been on a lot of bad teams all your life. But you know what the bad teams, you know, you played against, they get chippy. They want to, like, like get into a little fight, get in a little tussle because they know they're going to lose the game. That's what the Jets did, like, in the second half. Like, they were just trying to pick fights the whole game. They've given up. The offense was built for Rodgers. Rodgers isn't there. And why are they in the media so gosh darn much? Like, that's all you hear about is the Jets. Yeah. Jets, Jets, this, Jets, that. Oh, who Zach's, you know, Zach's. Does their fan base have it the worst? I mean, in terms of being like uh, just obliterated by the media, yeah. Why, like, if I'm the Jets, I don't want to wake up every day and see how crappy we are or how our coach has said that we're behind our quarterback. Like, I don't want to read any of that. Just stop reporting on us. But that's the New York media. That's never going to go away. Well, that's. Move the team to Long Island. <laughs> Please. The Montauk Times will cover it. <laughs> All right. This is going to be an interesting one. Cleveland at the Rams. I mean, the Cle- Cleveland. Breaking stole. news. What's We've that? received breaking news. DTR 
is still in concussion protocol. Joe Flacco has been elevated to QB2. He might get the start if DTR does not come out of concussion protocol. We have a generational QB for the Browns. Let's, let's, defense. Out. let's go what? watch this game just so we can see Joe Flacco and, and experience the awe that he is. I mean. Does that change your pick if Flacco gets a start? If Flacco gets the start, the Browns do not lose. Okay. It's, again, I don't know why I bring Salisbury up like three times already, but. He's yeah. the backup quarterback. They're not going to have any film on him more than a week ago. I don't know what he was doing, shining up his rims in his driveway after a nice car wash, but they're not going to have anything in the way of of uh, any film on him. But so they'll have film on him from the Ravens and the Jets. No, like, not, how different is he going to be? He's changed. <laughs> he's just going to sit in the pocket and throw the ball. He's up. He's up his testosterone levels and, and maybe – been working on some yoga and Pilates where you can get out of the pocket a little better. You don't know that. I you don't, don't know, know what, that. You don't know what Flacco's been doing. He might have a bodega just like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he might. So Browns you're taking the Browns? Game. I'm taking the Browns. I disagree. I'm taking the Rams. You got Kyron Williams back. He's doing it all. You got Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, got 2-2. Rams offense is too good. The Browns cannot Which, figure it out on offense. Give me the Rams. Shut Cooper Cup down. I don't know if you've watched him. I've been watching him. He, he doesn't look right. What just does his, not. Was his knee doesn't. last year? His ankle this year? Yeah, oh, quick side note. I picked the Rams defense in all three of my leagues. So, Aaron Donald, if you're listening to this pod like usual, please get like four or five sacks, a pick six, and block a field goal. A deal. All right. Game of the week. The rematch. Back in Philly. It's, it's, so long flight out for the Niners, right? East Coast flight. Lucky for the Niners, they had some easy work on Thanksgiving. The Eagles, on the other hand, had to battle it out, slug it out, came from behind fifth straight week. This is going to be interesting. I think this game means more to the Niners, and the Niners are up more for this game. But who do you uh, like? This is a George Kittle game to me. Okay. I think Goddard's still out for the Eagles. Um, I think this is a George Kittle game. I think they'll neutralize, like, Ayuk and, and Debo They're, and then do their best with – the front seven for the Eagles we know is really good. I just think getting Kittle kind of RPO is going to be big. I, I see if Kittle goes over 100 yards, Niners win. I want that. If he doesn't, So Brock will look to get the ball out quickly and efficiently to all his weapons. Ayuk is playing well. Debo and Trent Williams, when they're playing, the Niners are a different team. But the one person no one's talking about is Chase Young. Like, another body on the edge. I think he's going to cause havoc on Sunday. That's why I can't wait for this game. I'm going Niners in the rematch here. I don't think the Eagles can come back and win I, I, six straight yeah. games from behind. Like they yeah, have just exerted too much. If, yeah. If they would have won this, if they would have lost to the bills, I, I, I the storyline doesn't play out where it's like Eagles win again. I think they're exhausted. 
Yeah, like they they might well run out. Who let's see, who's in whoever played Temple's quarterback this year? They might run him out and play in lieu of hurts his knee just to not keep him. But I agree with you. Niners are more. I think this means more to the Niners than it does the Eagles. All right, um, moving on. It used to be the State Farm Bowl, but there's no Rogers there, so now it's the I don't know. I guess it's a Taylor Swift. Taylor canceled her Brazil tour, flew back to Kansas City to be with Travis Kelsey. Anyways, the Chiefs are playing in Lambeau against the Packers. Jordan Love ruined Thanksgiving in Detroit, threw for 300 yards. He looked great. He looked efficient. He found his favorite weapon, Christian Watson. Defense causing havoc, getting pressure. But let's be serious. This is the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is the Green Bay Packers, and they're going in two different directions. And what's his name? Rashid Rice got more snaps, got more usage, had a big game. He might be that wide receiver one. I know Kelsey's tight end, so don't at me. I'm talking about the wide receiver. He might be the person that they need because Tony has been missing in action. Anyways, give me the Chiefs. This is the thing about the Chiefs wide receivers. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Give me just a played out, wide out. Steve Smith could come out oh. of the broadcast booth and buy Steve a Smith wide, is great. Wide receiver one for the Chiefs. It's bad. Jalen Watson, like, it's like Jalen Watson got turnbuckled and then got up and caught a touchdown and then kind of approached the other guy in a haphazard, like, passive aggressive way and then got a flag, which was comical to watch. But that. That like summarizes the, there, there's no, when you have the, the, probably the league's best quarterback, you'd think, and this is probably what, I mean, Mahomes does have Kelsey, but just give me a wide out. Like Tony's horrible. He's in his own head. Rice could, but like, if you're relying on Watson and they always rotate. But how come they can't figure it out? Like, you have the best quarterback in the league. You've got Kelsey, who's getting a lot of double teams. Why can't they figure out someone who can run a route tree and get open? I or sign, why don't they sign like Adam Thielen? That Adam Thielen would fit right into that offense. Like, your possession receiver, give me eight yards. Some guy that can run. You know who they would be a great receiver in that offense? Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Amazing in that, yeah. in that offense. Some guy that can kind of get around, not a huge guy, but can scramble and find, you know, when Mahomes gets out of the pocket, he would be great. Good hands, can work the sideline. He would be wonderful. Actually, Thielen and Lockett on that team with Kelsey. Yeah, look out. Game over. Maybe that's a fantasy team next year. <laughs> I got Chiefs too. All right, Monday night game. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Jake Browning, he was a UW grad, right? Oh, man. Jake Browning was the most boring quarterback, but he set the most records. He was there for so long. You know, one of those guys you're like, what would his NIL money have been? He would have, he would have been a good advertiser of Ked's shoes. Like, you know, he was so just, I remember as a court Cougar fan, just being like, this guy is lame, just lame, but he was good. He was good. And I think that's what they see in, he almost mirrors, mirrors, Burrow in the way that just he can operate within the offense like he's but just not nearly as good and they like him in the organizations because he's been around he's a been around a long time 
Betshead, Jacksonville, and Duval. Duval. I don't know if you can get that done. Josh Allen's coming out. What do you think? I think the only Josh Allen who's going to make the playoffs this year plays in Jacksonville. But the Bengals are, I think they're 4-20 and without Burrow. Jacksonville's playing a lot better offensively. I think Trevor Lawrence has like six or seven touchdowns over the last three games. And it's Calvin Ridley. Like, he's the guy that they acquired. He's the number one option. They're finally starting to move him around, stack formations inside, throwing to him underneath. I think the offense is clicking. Give me touchdown Trevor and the Jags. Jake Browning. God, boring. Just boring. It's, it's going to be horrendous to watch. I actually will watch that game just to see how he operates and does. But, man, he, he was a prototypical UW quarterback. Just sit around long enough. Have great athletes around you. Ram Who would you rather have, him or Montlake Jake? Jake Eason. No, you see, you don't know UW quarterbacks. Jake, Molly Jake was Jake Locker for oh, Jake. So it's true. He's a Ferndale kid. We were up there last weekend in his old hometown. Call it Pac 12 right now. Bonus game. Who's winning Friday night? Oregon <clears> or UW? <throat> yes, I'm glad you asked me this. Okay. I have watched every. It's in Vegas, right? It is in Vegas, which is even worse for UW fans. They can't hold their liquor. They'll be passed out before game time. All the lights, the glitter, the glam, like, I think it will go. Without Roma Duze, they do not win the Apple Cup. Go back and look at the, the receiving. Rome had seven receptions for 120 20 yards and two TDs. The next guy, closest guy, had three receptions for 40 yards. If I'm Dan Lanning, I said, Dan... Yeah, Dan Lanning. If Oregon I'm Dan Lanning, I look at that box score and go, okay, what am I going to do? Stop this guy. And I win the game. I think it's going to come down Easier to said than done. He's a first-round draft pick. You could say the same thing for Ohio State. Stop Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. Trust me on this. Stop Rome and you win the game. And I went to, I actually went to the first game, too. So, boom. What I saw was that, again, the Huskies, you know the term house money. Yeah. Or like you see a guy walking around just throwing money somewhere. He keeps it and you're like, how is this guy doing this? Then it runs out and runs out real quick. And then they keep playing that same way and they they end up losing. I don't think Oregon, if I think Oregon has the athletes, and you know it's so much tougher to beat a good team twice. Oregon should have won that first game. They should have. And it was just decision-making. Like, basically, Lanning's going to go, I have another chance. I'm not going to screw it up. I think I'm Oregon's gonna... defense is better than Washington's defense. So I don't think they're going to shut down Washington, but they will contain them. Here's what's going to happen. Very early in the game. Very early. There's going to be a blitz to the blind side of Phoenix, and he's mm-hmm. going to get drilled drilled and soon when you get drilled like that i mean when you say like drilled like you know one of those where like the ball's coming out of the back of your hand it's not a fumble because but you're getting drilled and then all of a sudden you throw the ball a little quicker each time i think that's gonna have a big impact in the game bo nicks is more mobile than 
than Phoenix, which I think helps them in that game. More plays, more options. You probably didn't show as much in that first game, or at least you can you can drop more plays to around Knicks than you can Phoenix, right? I might be wrong. If I am, Rome's going to go for 14 catches and four TDs, but I don't see that happening. I think Oregon's got a better all-around team and a better running game. I'm with you. In what is the last Pac-12 game ever? Ever. We both have the Ducks winning. Quack, quack. Oh, I had a little quacker. Dang it. So now, when the Ducks win, they'll move into the BCS playoff. Yeah. Give me your four teams. I think um, I think Florida State's soft, and I think you know how it goes. Like, there's all this speculation right when there's like, you know, you have the two top teams, like Georgia. And Georgia wins. They're there. If Bama wins, it's going to get weird. If Texas wins, I think Texas could. If Bama loses to Georgia, and Texas wins, I think Texas could be the fourth team. I agree with you. I think Ducks go to three. I I, I think what they start to look at is especially if Bo Nix plays well, like they, they tend to opt towards like the quarterback and the assurance that they're, it's going to be a good game. Like they're not going to put someone like, that's why I say FSU without Travis. It's kind of like, we might not have seen as much from that quarterback that we need to see. If they went out, you probably have to put them in. Who Florida state. Yeah. I think it depends on how bad Oregon beats Washington and what Florida state does in their next game. That's true, and oof, I, I, um, I think there's. I believe Florida State could lose to Louisville. By the way, it very well could. And ACC is so soft. It yeah, is soft. Even it's, if it's a close game and Florida State wins, I still think the Ducks jump them. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I absolutely. If the Ducks win, they're in. Like I think the the committee likes the Ducks. Yeah. Like they want to put the Ducks. There's Bo Nix. There's Heisman. There's Nike backing, there's following, you got a West Coast team, and so forth. I don't think the, the committee likes UW. I think they're better. They want them to lose. Are you on the committee? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> I'd, I'd have an algorithm up there for them to go by. The winner of this game, Pac 12, will win the Heisman. Bo Nix, no. Ducks win. Bo's Heisman. Penix, Huskies win. No. Penix is Heisman. In the last year, of the Pac-12, the Pac-12 will get a team in the BCS, and they will get a Heisman winner. Thank you, Larry Scott. That'd be uh, fuck Larry Scott. <laughs> we didn't mean to... we called that. Yeah. Demise, the absolute demise. I should be a character witness for the demise of the Pac-12. Should should we wrap All this right. bad boy up? Let's do it. All right, so the picks here, if you're listening at home, both of us agree that the Cowboys will win on Thursday night. We have the Chargers, we have the Colts, we have the Lions. We're split. I'm going Broncos, Ben's going Texans. We both agree the Falcons will beat the Sari Jets. Uh, I'm going Rams. Flacco. Really, Ben's got the Browns Flacco. You should. You can get it on sale. There's probably one left. Anyway, and the Niners in the rematch game. Chiefs over the Packers. Jaguars over we didn't, Jake we didn't Browning. Do points. Did we do points? 42. Yeah, sure. 42. <laughs> that wraps it up. Thank you for listening to us. We are live every week. 
nofilter.net, caffeine TV. You'll see our clips throughout the week on social media at Big Ben Kwin underscore at Big Ben Kwin underscore TikTok, Threads, Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. Just download, listen, subscribe. If you're more of an audio podcast person, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, we're everywhere. I'm Kwin. He's Big Ben. Play us on your Alexa. Alexa, play Big Ben K Win. Boom. Brick does that every time I go over to his house. He thinks it's awesome. Love it. Love it. Boom. Boom. Oh.